Your and your neighbor is a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Oh. They think they are. No, oh. They just got really loud vehicles. I see. Well, you know. I live in town. What are you going to do? Oh, well, sort of in town. He's a townie. He's a townie. Bye, Jesus. Bye, golly gee whiz. If I can remember to post all the links here, gentlemen. What's the show about? Stuff. Uh, stuff. You, you'll find out when we introduce the show, man. Every, everything and shit and stuff. Well, I mean, it says live, so I thought maybe oh. you would be doing that. Well, you know, we give the people a little bit of time. Come in. Get acclimated. Sit down. Yeah. You know. Pull up a chair. That's right. Coffee. Could everybody please take their seats? That's <laughs> right. We'd like to fucking start this thing, god damn it. You in the back. That's right, you. You know who you are. Yeah, you. Yeah. Sit down. Stop talking. Now, we're not going to start the show until everybody settles down. Okay? And one bad apple can destroy the whole bunch. That's all I'm going to say. You must have a lot of bad apples. Uh, in, in our chat room? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on now, Steve. Yeah. You, you've been in there. Uh, not anymore. I'm not allowed. Well, you, you sneak. No. Admit it, Steve. You've, you've snuck a couple peeks. Uh, not lately. Okay. I I've believe been, that. I've been a good but I, but I believe you snuck a couple peeks. Not recently. Okay. I, I'm saying I believe that. You, no, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm just saying that I think that you have in the past. In the past, when I was... Uh, no, no, since you've been told not to. Oh, well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Well, like, well the, yeah, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah, that you're right about, Chris. In uh, the last, like, six shows or anything. Okay, yeah. Right, I'll buy it. i buy it for a dollar. So, uh, are we ready to begin now, Steve? It looks like everybody's settled down and... Okay. You sure? The guy in the back? The guy in the back? I have she's come over the crowd. Okay. All right. <clears throat> this is the 40 and Slip, episode 66, UFO sightings abound this oh, week. Oh. We will discuss uh, more modern UFO sightings, videos, uh, and the like, and give our take. But before we do, before we, we break into that, Wonderful subject. Uh, Matt uh, uh -oh. sent me a lovely video this week uh, from a one Rick Dyer. Ooh, I missed yes. it. I missed and, it. Uh, yes, it is a uh, response to one uh, Phil Poling of Para Breakdown. Oh, I've seen that. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I've seen it on Phil's channel, so I don't. I didn't see the whole video. Um, in, in which... You know, and and for the for the record, he may be he may be correct in this, gentlemen. We haven't seen the whole story. Yes. So I, I mean I will give Rick Dyer credit in that we may have not seen the entirety of this play out. However, however, um he did refer to Phil as a Democrat <laughs> and I, I, I'm pretty sure that Phil is about as far away from being a Democrat as you can be yeah. um, without being in jail. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he is, he is not at all a Democrat. I, I don't even know where Rick came with that stretch. Uh, just, he was just, you know, flapping at the gums, I think. What, what about, what about the other yeah, I'm gonna get to that, Matt. I'm 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 working my way across the field. Are we fact checking though? I'll right? just sit here and listen. Yes, yes, yes. So, and then he referred to Phil as a a drunk. Uh huh. Now, this might not be that much of a stretch. 
Not to correct you, but I believe he might have used the term foul-mouthed drunk. Oh, foul-mouthed drunk. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, I think we all can be foul-mouthed to yeah, some degree. Yeah. Um, okay. And I have referred to uh, Phil as the most proficient drunk I've ever met in my life um, for his ability to somehow stumble, fall, into his chair next to a fire. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. So, I mean, yeah, but you know, to me, calling Phil a drunk is like calling a pirate a drunk. I mean, what? they're always drunk. So, does it really count as being a drunk? Well, no, I don't. I, and, and for the record, I don't think that Phil is going to work drunk. No. I think Phil no. likes to drink. Right. After you know? Phil likes to Phil likes to have fun. Phil likes to drink. Uh, he likes his rum. He likes his tiki bar. Uh, and and that's all fine and good. I don't have any fucking issue with it, and I don't think anybody should. And Rick calling him out as a drunk. I mean, I just don't get it. Oh, I think Rick's losing his touch. Really, he's not. I mean, he's making shit up, but he's not making enough. I mean, he's just. Remember when he used to be really good at making shit up? <laughs> <laughs> He's just—I think he's losing his touch. Well, I think he's—I think he's a carnival barker at the end of his, you know, bag of yeah, tricks. Right. I don't think you there's know? much left there. And 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 I, and I think he knows it too. I mean, like I said when we first talked about this—the uh, big announcement that he was going to be the big reveal. I was like, yeah, the the most amazing thing he could show us is like fucking videos of his goddamn trip to Thailand. <laughs> because otherwise, what has he got? I mean, I really think his bag of tricks is is played out. I can't disagree. I, for, now, for the people that are coming in who don't know, you know, they might have some excitement about it or whatever. But for us, it's just it's fucking old hat. Blah. But for him to fucking call Phil out like that, <laughs> I, I, I laughed. Oh, my God, did I laugh. And he films it from his used car lot like oh, and then gets angry when a customer comes right like dude what the fuck are you doing that'd be yeah. like fasano doing a fucking video in his taxi and being pissed off because he got a fare <laughs> i mean fuck well to be on to be fair i don't think it was a customer it was like the battery people or something but still jesus i couldn't get my mic down mute i had to sneeze um yeah and he was he was just it was just so shitty like the whole thing the whole video it didn't have it even for him it didn't have his pizzazz didn't have that rick dyer flair like i remember when he did the video calling you a fucking weasel and everything that was that great was good. i mean that was like that was the shit like that was him on fire yeah this was Jesus. Yeah, well, I don't think he sat down and was like, okay, I'm going to make a response video. I think that was a reactionary video. Mm. You just think he just went just turned it on. Yeah. He was probably bored because his car lot is probably not very successful. And yeah. Uh, mm. you, know. you think yeah. he gets a customer and gets mad about it. Not very successful. Get out. <laughs> what the I'm hell? fucking doing what a video here. I'm making a video about Bigfoot. <laughs> the fuck's your problem? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, when you sent me that video, God, did I laugh watching that. What a hoot. But it's like I said, it doesn't have the same pizzazz. It doesn't have the same... You know, I don't think he has the same energy. Even even if this is just a reactionary response video, I, I don't feel like Rick has the same energy that he had before. Well, no. we're all getting older, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, his uh, first hoax was a decade ago. This is so, true. <laughs> so he's 10 years older now doing this. Oh, so. yeah, just over a decade, really. 2008. Yeah. It's some crazy. It's been a while. We've been all doing this shit. Oof. So, uh, yeah, so that I, I wanted to at least touch on that little nugget of the week. Um, but yeah, UFO sightings of the uh, modern age, if you will. Um, and I, I, I thought based on the the video that came out 
the UFO sighting near Area 51, the Utah one. Have you you guys saw that? The one that Phil broke down. Yeah, we've talked about it. <clears throat> and based on that one, you know, I, I you know I thought you know let's do a, a show on you know modern UFO sightings or you know s- at least not like the old the, the older videos that are thrown around. So you know like the Phoenix lights and all that bullshit. But uh, I found on the History Channel website um, the five most credible modern UFO sightings. And they published this last year, April 25th, 2018. Lovely stuff. And the first one on the list, and I thought of you when I saw this, Steve, by the way. Uh, the Lights Above the New Jersey Turnpike, 2001. I went, why? I went and watched this video. And I instantly thought Chinese lanterns. Oh, which is probably likely. If you can, like, just go to YouTube right now, pop that in. And actually, I, hold on, I'll send you the video so that you oh, can take a look at it. Talking, I should be actually doing something other than yeah. sitting here and talking. Yes, I, I, so you guys can can watch this lovely, lovely video, and I guarantee you, you both will come to the same conclusion that I did. I, I I see the the lights in the sky and I'm like that looks like the fucking Chinese lantern video that Steve filmed. I did no such thing. It was peaceful. Bullshit. Yeah, don't fucking play no audio, Steve. What are this you doing? This is 2001. Yes. That came through on audio. Yeah. So I have the speaker set to my mic, Ooh. like you, you asked me to do. Ooh. Oh yeah. Uh, not as good as my video, but yeah. Oh, Chinese now you're going to critique the filming? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was spectacular. Oh, was it now? Yes. But you, you totally think Chinese lanterns too? Yeah, so far. I mean, I they did, it was only a brief little clip, but there was Well, there's a longer, if you watch the thing, it's it's, it's a little longer. It, it shows more. But the, talking to the thing, like the things are in formation, and then I it cuts back to them, and I'm like, it's not a fucking formation. Like it was like a V formation, and I'm like, ah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, no, not, not really. Yeah, not no. It, it, at one point, it kind of looks like it, but no, not really. So I, I just thought that one was interesting. When I popped it up, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the way they're shimmering and blinking and stuff—it's Chinese lanterns for sure. Yeah, that, that's it, instantly what I thought, and. You know, that's that's the thing. Like, there's going to be a lot of videos like this where you have people doing things that are very mundane, that are misconstrued as an unidentified flying object or aliens or whatever you want to fucking call it. And th- th- I just, when I saw this, I could not believe that it was like, oh, God, Steve Alcorn. This is a Steve Alcorn hoax. I don't hoax. Bullshit. I filmed a real anomalous object in the sky that I, it wasn't anomalous to me, but <laughs> I released it. Uh... I did not release it. Okay. Somebody near you released it. Well, somebody right? did. I didn't see it being released. It could have been a UFO. No, I didn't say it was a UFO. Oh, what are you saying, Steve? I just said, what is it? Oh. Even though I had a good idea. So it wasn't a hoax. I don't hoax. If you say so. Yeah. Um, the next one on their list is the uh, the USS Nimitz encounter in 2004. And this is the one that hit, was it last year? Or the year before that it hit big in that like big release? Um. And it, it's the video is from, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the view of the the pilot, because it was it was it was filmed by F eighteen fighter jets. Um, and I mean the those types of sightings when it's when it's seen by especially by a pilot, someone who knows how things fly through the air. And when they're taken aback by something, that's when I, I take notice. Yeah. Uh, why isn't that their number one video? 
What do you mean? Uh, that one there? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me, I mean, I know it's not like spectacular to look at, but as far as like UFO sightings and recordings of UFOs are concerned, to me, that's the best evidence that's ever been released. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I, but I don't think that this is necessarily in order. Yeah, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't say like the top. Five, yeah, it's just five no, credible. We're just throwing them out there. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't do it in any particular order. But this one, like when I saw it, I was like, "Wow!" And you can hear the, you know, the pilots talking about it. Um, and it seems, you know, interesting to say the least. I mean, whether or not it is anything, I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying that it looks really interesting and when i hear pilots people who know how things you know work in flight talk about something and they they're kind of a little stumped that's when i'm like oh wait a minute maybe we should look at this one especially military mm -hmm. pilots where they're trained to identify things from mm -hmm. the air i mean yeah. that's the, the, those are the types of things that are you know either they're gonna Either they're going to be something strange or it's something that's new that nobody's seen before. Yeah. Probably, probably a weather balloon. Yeah, it was probably a weather balloon, at, Steve. At, at, at that speed, Steve, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, you know, back in the day, that's, they were all weather balloons. Were they? No, I agree with you. I, if, if it's a military sighting, you kind of have to put a little bit more credibility into that. Because like you said, they are trained to, to know what's in the sky. Uh, pilots, anyway. Right. And radar. I mean, this one came up on radar, too. Mm hmm So, radar op operators are trained to know what, what the fuck they're looking at. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, and I know a lot of people have said this one's suspect. I, I think this is one that Phil had issue with, actually. Phil if I, I remember correctly. Yeah, well, you know, that's his job. Can he really help it? Yes. He could yeah, help. He, right. he might be right. He could just, you know, come to the dark side and confirm everything. It'd make, be fun. Your, make your life fun. It would be fun. Nah. And then we'd like tear him down on this show. It would be well, we already do that, but more. A little more. Uh, the uh the next one they have on their list, and I I didn't look into this one to check it out. I I vaguely remember something about it. <clears throat> um the O'Hare International Airport saucer Ooh. in 2006. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. So you know about that one? Well, yeah, it was seen by a ton of people. Well, fucking let us know, Bubba. Ooh, let me type it in so I don't get oh, it. Not, <laughs> now you're gonna now you're gonna like join the show. Well, I mean, you know, I heard yeah. about it. Yeah, oh, no, it's been yeah. since. Oh, this is my favorite, but uh, that's, yeah, when, uh, that's when I was. Um, Releasing fucking Chinese lanterns in his backyard. Oh, that yeah. was, you know, filming that it. was, no, that was a little bit later. But this was when I was doing, I actually had a UFO blog back in those days. Oh. So this one came out at that time. And it was really interesting because it was November 7th, 2006, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was seen by a lot of people, including air uh, pilots, uh, baggage handlers, uh you know, people getting on planes and stuff. I mean, it was seen by a ton oh, of people. baggage handlers. Well, shit. Uh, you know, everybody in the airport. Not everybody there saw it, but a the lot. Dundell if a baggage handler says it happened. Yeah, well, he's they're never tired. on any drugs. <laughs> never. Totally honest people. That's it was, right. uh, it was saucer shaped, if I remember correctly. But yeah, that. Well, you're, you're looking at the story now, Steve. Tell us. The object was first spotted by a ramp employee. Who was pushing back United Air flight? Okay, it's starting to unravel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, this one I think when <clears throat> anytime, like you said with the military one, anytime something happens near an airport where there's trained observers and not just baggage handlers and uh, uh, ramp employees, but pilots saw it. Um, so several independent witness, witnesses outside the UF uh, the airport saw it. So, but it was disc shaped and it was hovering over the air, airport. So I don't know, but that one's always been one of my favorites and one that I don't think they really ever gave a real debunking to or um, explanation for. 
Hmm. Now, interestingly enough, it was originally uh, denied by the FAA and uh, O'Hare itself and United Airlines. That it even happened? That it even happened, yeah. But somebody filed a FOIA request and they uh, had to had to you know admit that it did something happened but they mm-hmm. never did as far as i know never really did say what it was or couldn't come up with a real explanation for it hmm. Hmm. Uh-huh. well that, i mean seems like you're right on top of it steve well i'm reading wikipedia right now so yeah yeah i figured as much <laughs> figure reading something it all it all you know comes back to what I remember of, of the actual event. So, mm-hmm. but there's no, as far as I know, there was no pictures of it. But it was, it's, it stayed around for like five minutes. I mean, it wasn't just a. It was just that a lot of people saw it, and a lot of people saw it. Yeah, hmm. and there was supposed to have been a pilot that had a digital camera at the time, but as far as I can tell, nobody, nobody. No. Has seen photos. Uh huh. So, well, I'm glad you could bring us up to speed, Steve. So, in other words, cover up. I bet that UFO blog did great for you, based on that. It actually did. um, Back in the day, I I had a good, I had good luck with that thing. Hmm. Sure, I wish I would have kept it. You should (laughs) have. Why would you follow through with it, though? I mean, (laughs) right, really. I know it's just a stupid UFO blog that made me some money, and I just you know, yeah, bucket. <laughs> it was a good little buck, and I, and I had the best. I wish you still had. The, the All right, what's the next one, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was ufonews.net. Okay, That's, and it's no longer there. So who yeah, cares? it doesn't exist, and Steve Steve gives up on everything. Hey, listen, we're waiting to hear him say he's given up on eBay. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> eBay, maybe Amazon. No, no. Oh, Jesus, oh, you didn't need to elaborate, asshole. <laughs> well, you, hey, I didn't bring it up this time. All right. So the next on the list is uh, the Stephenville sightings of two thousand eight. This is another one that I didn't really know about, um, and I'll read the little blurb. Uh, the small town of Stephenville, Texas, hundred miles southwest of Dallas, is mostly known for its dairy farms. But in the evening of January 8th, 2008, dozens of its residents viewed something unique in the sky. Was it a UFO? I don't know. Let's read on. Yes, it was. Citizens reported seeing white lights above Highway 67, first in a single horizontal arc and then in vertical parallel lines. A local pilot, Stephen Allen, estimated that the strobe lights and Steve's phone should be shut the fuck off. (laughs) That's not what it says. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I'll shut it off. But yeah. Richard, stop messaging me during the show. I get yelled at. God. Just turn off your beeper. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Turn off the beeper. He doesn't, no, he doesn't know Don't how to do that. that. Just like he doesn't know how to copy and paste news stories. Don't need you to. Anyhow. Uh, estimated that the strobe lights spanned about a mile long and a half mile wide, traveling about 3,000 miles per hour. No sound was reported. Uh, they said it was reminiscent of the Phoenix light sightings in 97. And uh, the, UF, UF, uh, the UF, the U.S. Air Force revealed weeks later that F-16s were flying the Brown, Brownwood military operating areas just southwest of Stephenville. Many townspeople didn't buy that explanation. So... I'd never heard of that one, and I didn't uh, look up to see if there was any video of it. Um, I don't recall if there was video. I I remember whenever it happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a really big deal. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why for? How come? Just another incident where there was, like, so many witnesses to it. Oh, okay. And, and, like, if I remember, I don't want to say, like, law enforcement officers in the area saw it. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they all went on record saying, you know, like, yeah, it was weird. It, you know, it was what it was. Right. Yeah, I, I, that's one I'd never heard of. So. Oh, it was I, huge in 2008. I remember it because well, I was still doing the blog then. Mm-hmm. So this was another one I reported on, and. 
By reporting on, I mean copying, pasting an article into my website. Right. <laughs> Which is what you do, Steve. Well, just making a link to it. But, <clears throat> um, yeah, it was it was seen by a lot of people. I'm trying to see if it was debunked or not. Well, why wouldn't you know, Steve? You were on top of this shit. Because I, you know, I was. You used to be a fine investigator. What happened to you? That's Steve Alcorn. <clears throat> yeah, he, he's a shit uh, investigator think, now. Um, according to the debunkers out there, it was just flares. But it was huge at the time, didn't it? Wasn't this one the one that um, went on several nights? It wasn't just one night. That's what I was thinking. Like, uh, it happened over a period of like a week or so. Yeah, something like that. And there were, I mean, all sorts of people saw it. The entire town basically saw it. Hmm. Yeah, so that's one I'd never heard of. So. The reason it was so popular, I think, at the time is because it, it was really close to George Bush's ranch. So yeah. I guess he has a ranch near Stevensville. And so George Bush, you know, the junior. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well there's two of them. well there was two of them there's only one now but i don't think he was but anyway and he wasn't really a junior yes i know okay because you know hmm. but i think that's why it became so popular and it was probably just military flares but right and a lot of this stuff can probably be chalked up to like i said normal mundane shit but it's the it's the ones that I that we see that are uh, documented by pilots or Air Force personnel, like those are the people where I go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, this this we should look at. Like there's one, um, there's one sighting report. I think it was uh, near, uh, it was a plane coming into Alaska. Uh, I can't remember exactly. I know it was. I've seen it on one of those fucking. Way up north shows. in Alaska. Yes, up north in Alaska, Steve. Um, but the pilots, you know, reported seeing this strange object. And, you know, like I said, that's the type of stuff where I go, oh, okay, hold on. Um, and I can't remember the exact, you know, details of the sighting, but I know it was one that I, I was like, huh, that's interesting. Because we see a lot of bullshit with this stuff. So yeah. when I see something that it catches my attention, I'm like, oh, uh, it really grabs you. Like the the one we talked about earlier, the the Nimitz sighting. Um, and well, this one had the Stevensville one had some law enforcement officers and things like that. Who would you who you would think would be more trained to discern a flare from a you know a UFO? But if you haven't seen them before, you know right. you think it's a UFO. But according to the article, the um, the Air Force said it was just the four fifty seventh Fighter Squadron. Dropping flares, so, mm -hmm. and and it could have been, and I think that's what basically they say the Phoenix lights were too was just military flares. But yeah, they they, I think they've said that for a long time now. Oh yeah, almost immediately I think they started saying that about the Phoenix lights, and this one was uh, popular because of its location and the popularity of the Phoenix lights and the similarities between them. Mm -hmm. So. And uh, the final one that they have on that site is the East Coast Go Fast video. And I checked this one out because that uh, that one, they put the video up for it. Um, and that's another one where you have um, F-18s, you know, locking onto a, a target. And you can hear the pilots talking about it. And they're freaking, they're going nuts, you know, while they're talking about it. You know, going, wow, wow, freaking freaking the fuck out wow so, yeah wow they sound like fucking uh owen wilson in every fucking movie he's ever been in well because wow. i can't put my sound on i won't be able to hear that part but i'm gonna watch the video while you're speaking about it yeah i mean and and it looks you know it's a it's it doesn't do anything like abnormal that i can see in the video but it's the reaction of the pilots that makes me wonder that's that's what catches my attention so i mean i don't know what you guys think about it but so this is a, a video taken from the actual uh pilot uh, from inside the jet i would assume so yeah it looks like it it it, it looks a lot like the uh, there was a mexican ufo 
video that was taken by Mexican fire, fighter jets. Mm -hmm. That was in the 2000s. I mean, it was maybe late 90s, early 2000s. and uh, Looks very similar to that one. And that one, I, I don't think they've ever actually explained either. So this one's very similar to that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, military fighter jets. I mean, this is USG. What's USG? USG. You tell me. I don't know. You're the investigator. Oh, yeah. Wow, that thing does go fast, huh? Look at you. Just just getting all excited, Steve. Well, for my uh, benefit, they've actually put closed captioning on this video. <laughs> so that you can read what so they I say. Yes. Read it. The good thing about videos like this is you get speed, distance from the plane, uh, that kind of thing. So it's harder to fake something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Because their radar inside the planes will tell them what speed that thing's going at because if they, you know, it's a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. So, although I didn't see, what what did they say the speed of that thing was? I didn't look since I couldn't have the sound on. I, I didn't, I didn't look to see, Steve. I watched it earlier. And it doesn't say in the, uh, in the article how fast it was going. But, it, you know, th like I said, those, that's the type of thing that I think that we should pay attention to. You know, because a, a lot of the stuff is just going to be bullshit. Over and over bullshit. And we see a time. And I brought up the, uh, the Utah video at the beginning of the show. Oh, it's out of Utah. It's got to be real. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, I watched Phil's breakdown of it. Um, and, you know, he points out clearly what happened is, you know, it's CGI. Um, you know, and you can see that in the video. And it, there's a lot of that shit that goes on. We see it with uh, Bigfoot hoax videos. We see it with the UFO videos. We see it with ghost videos. There's so much stuff that comes out that is just, it's designed to catch your attention. And someone wants to just pull one over on the people. Well, when I put that Chinese lantern video up, there was a lot, I got a lot of views on that thing. And the mm -hmm. overwhelming majority of people believed it was real. You know, I mean, Phil didn't. Phil was the first person that got it right. But <clears throat> the most, most people would say, yeah, I saw something just like that in Texas or Utah or Florida or whatever. And they couldn't explain it. Well, it was clearly when I was there filming it, it was a, a Chinese lantern and I knew what it was. But... And if you see a Chinese lantern, it's kind of hard to dismiss what it is. I mean, it's it's pretty easy to determine. I'm sure you've seen them. Mm -hmm. So I'd say the majority of that type of video, people know what the hell they filmed. Yeah, you know, no. I, your CGI stuff, obviously. But there are unexplainable things to somebody who doesn't know what they're looking at, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of times where I can look up in the sky and see something and go, hey, what the fuck is that? And I may not be able to identify what it is. But it doesn't mean it's un unidentified. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it's alien, right. A. And it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't mean that I've seen something outlandish. Like that, that, and that's the thing. Like, too many times... I hear people say, well, it was just going to, you know, the, the flight pattern was too erratic or, you know, this, that, or the other. But it's from people that don't really know. And that's where we get a lot of this information from no, in I'd any say, of these fields. I'd say 99.9% .9 of the information comes from people who just don't really know. Right. Or have no ability to really make a determination on something in the sky or something in the woods because they're just weekend warriors at the at best mm -hmm. for the most part. And most of your people who are doing it um you know like your uh TV documentary shows those people are being paid mm -hmm. to toe the line about UFOs, Bigfoot, whatever the case may be. Well, you you can probably vouch for the fact that when we um interviewed and we interviewed separate so i don't know if it happened to you but we interviewed for a reality show and one of the things that she said to me is 
we want believers. We want people who believe in this. In other words, but the way she said it is, okay, we're going to find quote unquote evidence on this show and you need to toe the line basically. Right. So that's what reality shows are for is to, uh, well, and I'm talking about these documentary style shows, well, even like those. ancient aliens and your, no you, know, uh, you know, you're finding Bigfoot and all that stuff. It, those people are paid to toe the line. And then you have, you have a lot of people on those shows like, uh, ancient aliens, for instance, where they'll grab somebody like Robert Shock, who doesn't necessarily believe in ancient aliens, um, and they'll take his interviews kind of out of context so that it kind of seems like he's perpetuating their theory. When, in fact, he's really not. No. If, you, if you listen to him outside of the show. and Which I find extremely interesting. But th th that's what we get all, all, day in and day out in these in these little, you know, research, quote unquote, communities is just you know, how much of this stuff is actually real. Well, I'm still convinced there's a mystery out there, especially with the UFO stuff. What that mystery is, I don't think any of us can really say. But here's the deal. I, I agree with everything you're saying, but the the point at the end of the day is out of the thousands and thousands and thousands of videos and claims, even if one of them right. is true, mm -hmm. I mean, there it is. It's real and it exists. Yeah. But, but what is the truth, though? Is the truth that these are alien visitors from outer space or is it something more down to earth or is it something in between that? That's what I'm talking. I mean, I don't think we're going to know that anytime soon. Well, as a as a race, you know, the human race, uh, we explore. We go and look for stuff. We go sure. and look for new things. So I think it's kind of naive to say that we're the only intelligent beings in existence. Agree. And it's also kind of naive to say that we would be the top of the food chain out of those things that exist. So I think it's totally possible that there's a more advanced race in terms of space travel. Sure. And if they have the ability and they found our planet for whatever reason, I think absolutely they'd come and check us out. What would be the odds, though, of them finding this minuscule little planet? You know, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we're just now creating the technology to learn how to look for planets like ours and we're finding some i i totally 100 agree that there's people out there you know, or different races on different planets out there somewhere that have the ability to to do things that we can't even dream of yet as far as space travel and you know physics and things like that but and the real mind-numbing thing is what if it's us and we've learned how to travel through time in the future and we're just coming back and looking at us all right I've contemplated that theory several times and think that it's as good a theory as any, to be honest. <clears throat> because well, and and it's brought up in a lot of these shows too, where um, the grays uh, look like what a lot of people extrapolate the human race will turn into it as they evolve, and especially if they wind up becoming you know space travelers. So it's and it is a plausible theory, but who knows? And will we ever know the answer to the question in our lifetime? Probably not. Yeah, it's it's possible, but you know these are the things that, like Matt said, if if just one, you know, it it that's all it takes, and that's the what's kept us hanging on. I think that's what keeps each and every one of us that you know, are skeptical, but want to believe hanging on to these subjects, like gripping onto the friggin' ledge, like hoping that something will come out that, you know, makes us feel halfway decent about ourselves for giving this shit any time. <laughs> well, Chris, you and I both had quote unquote UFO sightings. I don't know about Matt. Have you ever had a quote unquote UFO sighting or not? Yeah. Okay. So we all have had sightings of things that just don't make any sense mm -hmm. to us mm -hmm. and so 
I think that's a lot of the reason we all probably got into this thing is because we've had those sightings and things that don't make any sense to us. But that is obviously doesn't mean that uh, little green creatures from Mars are coming here or anything. We don't know that. And uh, I don't think we're gonna, but that's me. I could be wrong. I'm usually well, not I, See, the, the, the thing that I find interesting is I, I wonder like if these things were coming here, why wouldn't we have known by now? But yet at the same time, they may not want to interfere well, they are interfering, though, if they... But, you know, there's all these different questions and rationalizations to the whole thing. The prime um, directive. But, I, I, you know, I completely agree with Matt. It's, it's, it's folly for us to think that we're the only intelligent life in the universe when the it's universe stupid. is as fast as it yeah. is. Um, that's, that's just idiocy. Well, um, if they have the ability to travel through space like that, then... Going around the planet's nothing. <laughs> That's right. like running to the grocery store for us. So if you were theoretically like traveling across the United States or something, and you pull into some little small town and you're going to be there for a while, and you're thinking, hey, I'll go introduce myself to the locals, and you pull up and you see the locals are out in their front yard having a fist fight, are you going to get out of your car and go over there and introduce yourself? No, you're going to keep driving. Probably. So mm -hmm. when could they have observed us when we haven't been at war or destroying shit or, you know, seeing like we were any sort of race that they'd want to associate with? Yeah, like, no. That, and, that, and that's a completely good point. It's a valid point. Like they, they may just look at us and go, what, what the fuck are they doing? Well, they, they might look at us like a freaking zoo, you know, or, or, no more, no more than cattle, or, an or ant farm, or an ant farm. Yeah, they, it, because we're they're so much more advanced. They would have to be so much more advanced than we are. Oh yeah, if they, if they're traveling across the universe, then yes, we'd be like Neanderthals to them. Mm. You know, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, we're nowhere near that technology. Not even close. Because I mean, they how long how long is it going to take us to get to Mars for fuck's sake? If we send people, six months, I think. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. to get to get out of the solar system and get to another solar system is an insane amount of time. We look at the original moon landings and realize that the technology it took to get to the moon was basically what we would have in a analog calculator nowadays. You know, not even a digital anything. I mean, it was so. And we've made a lot of advancements, but to a uh, space traveling civilization who could make it from any planet inhabited to ours, that we wouldn't even be calculator material yet. I mean, we would we would have no technology according to them. No, we'd be using a fucking abacus. Yeah, we're not even that. Compared to them. Right, if, compared to it, them. We're, if they're traveling across the universe, we're insignificant. And that's right. just fact. And then you got to think, well, why would they even come here unless there's some resource they need? And which it, that which people have theorized and speculated about. I have, yeah, I have, that's, I have you know, on that myself, but that's kind of the human way of thinking, though. Who says that an advanced society would like come and take from another place? Well, if you were out camping and you took water out of the stream, you're not thinking of, you know, that kind of thing, you know, because you needed to drink. You're not thinking of taking something from another civilization. You're taking it from the forest, you know, but there are animals in that forest that drink that same water. I mean, if you look at it that way to, to us, we're nothing to them. We're nothing mm -hmm. more than an animal probably. So, Let's say they're on their way from here to some other solar system somewhere that is way beyond our capability of even knowing about, but they have to stop and take a piss break. Okay. They're going to stop and take a piss break, right? But if you saw a grizzly standing next to that stream, are you going to go fill up your canteen? Well, no. I mean, one thing we would be is violent and disease-ridden. Yeah, you would think so to them. I mean, who knows if they could even, like, survive in our atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I, I think any any type of contact they have on this planet 
and if they are that advanced, then they would do their due diligence before they got the fuck on the planet. And maybe that's what they are doing. If they are coming here, is their due diligence to figure Invasion. out. Well, mm. would they invade us? I don't know. You would think that any civilization of that far advanced would be beyond that sort of thing. But then again, you never know. Mm. But if any, even one of these abduction stories is real or anything like that, it could be that they're doing their due diligence and trying to figure out whether they could even be capable of being on a planet inhabited by us, you know, with our diseases and our problems and our issues. I don't know. Well, with the abduction stuff, they could really uh, learn some bedside manner. They don't need bedside manner. They're, you know, space traveling people of another dimension. They don't have to. That's, that's what gives them their, uh, Yes. Oh, that free pass, if you will, to stick things up your ass. <laughs> like I said, we're just no more than cattle to them. If that, if even cattle, we might just be bugs to them, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, we might uh, even be less than that. We might be amoebic to them. Who knows? I, I don't know that we would be that. I, I, I think that they might look on us with, uh, you know, kind of like ah the poor little things yeah i mean you know, but not not so much like animal <laughs> what if they have the technology to access like our media oh god <laughs> there's no way they're gonna like get out <laughs> and try anything they're like every opportunity they have they attack us <laughs> yeah we can't even talk to them they'll trash us on freaking yeah. twitter Cousin Eddie's gonna like fly into our mothership. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I, I would also think that a, a civilization that far advanced uh, would be able to hide themselves better when they come here too. So, mo I, of course, most of these sightings are probably misidentifications. But even the ones that aren't, like the ones seen by pilots and things like that, you would think that they would have the ability to. Or maybe our technology is so unadvanced that they didn't even think of that. I don't know. Huh? <clears throat> I don't know either. To, to appear on our radar and things like that. Or maybe they don't care. Or maybe they don't care. You're right. I don't know. And and like I said, unless we unless they ever land and you know talk to somebody and there's an actual documented case of it, we're never gonna fucking know. No. And all the theories are interesting. Like I, I do like the time travel, the the you know humans from the future time traveling back into the past, and that that's what we're seeing as aliens. That that would be interesting. I'd, I'd find that fascinating. But I do think there are aliens in the universe. I just don't know that it, that we've seen them, and I don't know that any of the UFO sightings or whatnot are are of you know extraterrestrials I don't, so. buy the, I don't buy the you know 57 different types of aliens are coming to this planet i don't buy any of that shit but i could buy unless unless it's like star trek and you meet all these aliens when you're out traveling space and they've formed a federation of some sort and that i can see but they'd still only come in on one ship you would think different the the vast amount of types of ufos that people see just seem way out of the out of oh yeah I, th I think there's a lot of exaggerations yeah and i, mean, I think yeah. there's a lot of people that take a lot of liberties which yeah so it, it's just it just happens uh, <sighs> why do they need lights yeah why do they need lights they don't i i, I didn't say they did well they might need lights but they don't need well, I'm just saying, like, a common thing with UFOs is the lights. People see the lights in the sky, and they're not really needed for space travel. Like, Right. And why do they do it at night? So that they can be seen. You would think if, if they were trying... Let's say that they don't have the ability to cloak their ship. Um, in the daytime in the sky, it's harder to see something than it is at night with lights shining brightly. Well, may, then they could be there, Steve, and you just don't know it. That's right. Yeah, you just don't know. I would, it. I would, You're watching all the time. 
I would still think that they would be observing from afar, you know, in the atmosphere somewhere where we wouldn't physically be able to see them. And they would be able, they would have some sort of jamming technology so that our radar wouldn't see them and things like that. But then again, I could be way off base with that. I don't know. Like I said, maybe our, our uh, technology is so unadvanced that it doesn't matter to them. Not nothing or just different. Right. Or different. Right. Yeah. I, I, and it could be that they, they came here thousands of years ago. I don't know. I'm not saying that that's not the case. You know, it could be that they've been coming here all along. I, could I, I like see some they could have come here and put us on this planet. Right. Sure. We could be the aliens. Mm -hmm. I always go back to the, <clears throat> there's so many different religions, but all of them, every single one of them talks about beings from the sky of some sort. Even Christianity talks Are about you fucking God. Eric Von Daniken tonight. No, I'm just saying uh, that story came from somewhere. Where did it come from? Did we really, were we really put here by beings from the sky? Who knows? We don't know. I don't think we're ever going to figure that out, but. Dianetics. No. No, I, 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 and I think you're right. I don't think anyone we're ever going to know. We have no history of pre of the of what we call prehistory. Like, there's so much of our history that's been destroyed by time and by people. Like the the Library of Alexandria. There's so much shit that was fucking destroyed there. Uh, information that would tell us a lot about early civilization. We don't have it. <clears throat> we've got more lost technology than we have technology, I think, mm. on this planet. Yeah. I mean, we uh, don't know how the fucking pyramids were made, really. I mean, we know we have a good idea, but we don't. There's no solid proof. of. I don't that. think anybody's got a fucking handle on it. To be we know of ways that, it that could, they could have been made. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but, the, you know, the, the thing is, like, I don't know if any of those things happened. You know, we could have been seated here as a race. We could have been the race that came here and we just fucking couldn't get off the planet. You know, we don't know what the story is and we don't know, you know, what those things are. They could all be things that are explainable UFO sightings. They could be aliens from other worlds. We don't know. Well, it's, it's clear that all human beings came from a, a single uh, place in the world. So, mm -hmm. you know, we all descended from the same original two people, uh, Adam and Eve, if you will. Oh, you going, you going that route? Well, it's true, though. Well, I mean, if we uh, will entertain the theory that we were seated here on this planet, then we've already done away with evolution entirely. Right. Right. So why not, not, evolution, not that evolution doesn't exist, uh, but evolution, as far as us being evolved on, on this planet, because we are, I mean, we are primates, I guess. And there are all kinds of questions about how the human brain developed the way that it did. And there's gaps in the understanding of how that happened. I don't think there's any clear evidence of why we are the way we are as far as we've if we are primates, how come we're the only hairless ones that exist or have really ever? I mean, I guess Neanderthals uh, were hairless. Well, not quite, not completely. We don't know. But there's well, no real answers to those types of questions. Why did we evolve to where we have to wear clothing to stay warm instead of just growing hair like everything else? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. And, and, and I, I wish these questions could be answered, but unfortunately... We don't have the record. And if anything happens to our civilization, there won't be any record for the people after us either. Mm -hmm. Because that's just the way shit happens. It, it all just disappears. Well, take one computer glitch to take down the entire information. System. Yeah, because all of our all of our information now is, you know, packed into it's digital for the most part. We don't keep any any hard copies of, of well, there's some, but, but there's not a lot. But even hard copies over time will, you know, disintegrate and get destroyed. Right. And that's why, I mean, that's what happened in the ancient days. That even if they put it on a stone tablet, eventually that's going to go away. Right. So, so yeah. 
but I don't know. I mean, I, 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 as always, I like to entertain these ideas and these, you know, these subjects. And, uh, and like we were saying, you know, I have had a quote unquote sighting, but I don't sit there and say that it was definitely an extraterrestrial UFO. I just say that I saw something really weird and interesting in the sky. Right. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any stretch or any leaps, you know, be like, right. Limited knowledge of what it really was. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. No, alien. Could have been been an experimental aircraft. I don't know. No clue. Fascinating. Yep, it all is. On that note, Steve, do you have any news this evening? Sure. I'm glad. (laughs) I'm not. Shit. Shit. You You never are. (laughs) Hey, there's a Sasquatch. Oh, I might actually go to this one. Sasquatch Symposium. Is that what they're called? Coming to East Tennessee. Uh, most people won't be caught. This is from some Knoxville news of some sort. Hmm. Website, Knox News. Knox News. With a K. Most people won't be caught messing with Sasquatch unless they're chewing Jack Link's jerky or their name is Cliff Berrickman. I don't know where they get this stuff. Uh, but Bigfoot Bluffs can marvel over the mysterious mountain monster July 27th during the inaugural Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference in Gatlinburg. Uh, which will feature stories told by Barackman, uh, co-host of, uh, everybody knows, Animal Planets, uh, Finding Bigfoot. The conference will be held at the Gatlinburg Convention Center from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and will feature other experienced researchers and investigators, who they don't name. (laughs) Oh, here they go. Among those looking to attend is Representative Tim Burchett. Uh, He's a Republican from Tennessee. Although his obligations could keep that from happening, you know, like politics and shit. Ah. The, the former Knox County mayor is big on conspiracy theories and even declared November 16th, 2012, Knox, Knox County Bigfoot Day. Uh, the proclamation co- coincided with a local, my eyes are not working tonight, coincided with a local Bigfoot event featuring the major, featuring the mayor. My eyes are horrible tonight. Here's your words. Who's doing a screen share? Me. Why? Um, because it's I'm really, Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is true. Are you using OBS? Hmm? Oh, you're just doing a regular screen share. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, he says, he, the mayor says he's always been fascinated about the unknown. Uh, when we stop dreaming, man, man, when we stop dreaming, man, we stop living. I mean, my life is a dream. I swing for the fence every day, and I'm a freaking U.S. congressman. Is he the mayor or congressman from Colorado or something? Yeah, no oh, shit. Like, like left. So if you're in the Knoxville or Gatlinburg area, go ahead and check you out. You want to get high and talk about Bigfoot? This trippy mayor and or congressman and Cliff Berrickman talking about Bigfoot. Boy, that ought to be fun. All right, here's a, here's a uh, UFO one, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Perth now. So that's Australia. Perthnow.com. Uh, are we alone or are there aliens walking among us? That's what we talked about tonight. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the question Broom police officers were confronted with after reviewing some unique CCTV footage. The video taken during a thunderstorm in Broom shows bolts of lightning flash across the screen before a strange shadow appears. The UFO-looking object hovers there for a few seconds, illuminated for a moment uh, with each strike of lightning. It then appears to tilt upward and float out of view before coming back once more. A broom police shared the bizarre footage online posting. Uh, After reviewing CCTV at Town Beach of last night's storm, it appears we are not alone. Uh, That's what the police uh, reported. Uh, The post has been liked and retweeted several times. Uh, one explanation put forward is that it came from a reflection of a vehicle's reversing lights in, in the car park. <laughs> That's probably it. That's what Phil will come out and tell us tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that was a short story, but uh, this one's a little bit longer. Uh, this one's from the nhregister.com, New Haven Register. Uh, ghost hunters to spend New Haven. Isn't that up by you somewhere? I ghost hunt. God, me either. Ghost hunters to spend the night at Derby's Haunted Twisted Vine. Oh, New Haven. That might be in Connecticut. 
Derby. Where's Derby? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Flickering lights, a plume of smoke wafting across a room, and a shadowy figure of a child, and furniture moving from one place to another. Those are just some examples of unexplained paranormal activity. As Wren reported that this 127-year-old building that houses the Twisted Vine Restaurant. I want to go to this restaurant. Ooh, what's that? The weird happenings at the city's landmark have caught uh, the attention of Ghost Storm, a Norwalk-based ghost hunting <laughs> team planning an overnight stay there this weekend. I know, it's a silly name, isn't it? A team of fearless explorers and clairvoyants will converge on the restaurant after it closes for the for the night Saturday. Uh, according to Ghost Storm founder Nick Roseman, he, along with his crew, two restaurant staff members, and a customer, <laughs> why, I don't know, will spend the night inside of an 18th century, uh, the 18th century building, armed with digital and night vision cameras and electromagnetic sensors. The team hopes to capture some of the strange things that employees and customers have reported. Ghost Storm is op optimistic they will capture some of this unexplained phenomenon inside the twisted vine, Grossman said. Uh, Grossman has dined at the restaurant and immediately became infatuated with the food and the Victorian stuff. He's just after free food. What a fuck. What, why are you going to judge, Steve? Because that's what he, he's, he loves the food. It might be haunted. He's getting free food for this. That's what he's doing. I think you're being judgmental. Aside from the brilliant eggplant parmesan, Grossman said he per personally witnessed flickering lights in every room and in the attic. What the hell is he doing in the attic? Saw a phantom-like being and spirits zooming around everywhere. I became, zoom, a, zoom. I became obsessed with the place. It's on my top 10 paranormal spots. Oh, jeez. And the eggplant parmesan is good. Flickering <laughs> lights in a historic building? No way. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Well, phantoms in the attic. That's, you know, that's not something you see every day. Yeah, but those usually are uh, actually orbs uh, by the time it's all explained. Yeah, usually. Orbs meaning dust particles. And right. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, fellas, that is the news. I'm going to go to this restaurant someday. You think so? Well, yeah, they've got, you know, check it out. eggplant parmesan. Brilliant eggplant parmesan. Sounds good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I've never yeah. had Because some random article said brilliant eggplant parmesan. You're Sounds delicious. The best. You're the best, Steve. I know. Yeah. Flaming kittens. <laughs> Flaming kittens? Yeah, it's a game by Hasbro. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, I wanted to let everybody know this is the finalized design that will be going on the t-shirt. I'm not sure exactly when we're going to be Much offering better. those, uh, Matt helped me out with this, getting this put together. Thank you, Matt. Oh, I didn't do anything. Um, I like, I like the, uh, this look way better than I like the other one. The, which, what, what other the giant one? orange letters underneath. Just didn't care for that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, Steve. I was I trying to work with what was available. Is Steve. Black or orange, uh, uh, orange letters with black outline or black letters without uh, black. Uh, you know this, this sort of thing. I like it. Okay. I'd be proud to wear this shirt. Would you? Yes. Would you? I'm gonna be. You're on it. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm proud. I, I could care less what it looks like as long as I'm on it. So uh, we'll we'll let people know as soon as uh, we put this out and it's available. Um, and I'll be sharing it on the the like page and all the other associated places. You could uh, sprinkle a little green in there somewhere. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> God damn you! No. Man. Green is a very paranormal color. Mm -hmm. oh. 40 in type, you know, green mist. If you say so, Steve. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a file, Steve, and I'll replace the orange with green so you can make your very own t shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm too lazy. Yeah. To oh, it. yeah. See, now it all goes out <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck now. <laughs> it's the way it happens. So, yeah. Um, 
this will be the final design. So it's going to go on a blue T-shirt. Uh, I like the way it looks with the orange on the blue, and it, which I, is why we didn't use green. Yes, uh, Steve. Nice. Would have been good. Shut up. Sold one extra T-shirt, but whatever. <sighs> why? Why? Why do I do this to myself? Why? We could pretend that's not nap in the background. No, we couldn't. No, no. <laughs> Wearing a sleeveless flannel. And, yeah. and, 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 and you know, like, so somebody said to me, I won't name any names, Phil Pauly, um, that it's too bad that you got Smeha in the back. Now, I've said this many times about this, this piece of artwork. The image of Smeha in the back was a jab at the whole story. It's you know, it, the idea is that we don't buy it. Like it's part of what we take aim at this shit that we don't, you know, that we're hopeful, but we generally think most of it's bullshit. And this was one of those things where I just, it was kind of a stab at the whole story. It, it wasn't to glorify that uh, encounter report that I don't think ever really happened. But, you know, this is the image. So if anybody else has any issue with it, fuck you. Yeah. I'm pretty you. much, I'm done I fucking around with it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's that. And, uh, yeah, we will be back next week with something, hopefully. But this has been the 40 and Slip, episode 66, UFO sightings abound. If you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't, Hit the little thumbs down button. Leave a comment, people. I don't know how many times I can say this. The There's certain people that do, and the rest of you just don't give a shit. Uh, subscribe. Uh, check out Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads and Cryptid Tales. Check out Para Breakdown at youtube.com forward slash Para Breakdown. Make sure you let him know he's a Democrat. Uh, check out Richard's blog. The link is below the show on YouTube and check out his, uh, page Bigfoot and with Keith and Colin for his comic strip. As always, check out the man who provided the artwork for our upcoming t-shirt dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. So as always, it's been fun. People have a wonderful week. See ya.